0: Join Macy's every Tuesday and Thursday at 4 p.m. for Macy's Live, hosted by top fashion and beauty experts and influencers. Also, keep an eye out because I will be hosting one in the next coming weeks, so you will see me on there. We are covering everything you need to express your personal style, so tune into lifestyle at macys.com slash Live for insights on how to make the latest trends work for you, find new twists on your go-to favorites, and even get gift inspo your favorites and check out live beauty at macy's.com slash macy's live for insider tips on new beauty releases how-to's and must-have products that your routine needs now that's macy's.com slash macy's live and stay tuned on my instagram stories i will keep you guys posted when my little live is airing so you could tune in (laughs) What's up, everybody? This is Alyssa Amoroso, a.k.a. Publicity, who is ready to spill some tea. Because this is Tea with Publicity. What is up everybody? Welcome back to Tea with Publicity. Thank you guys for tuning in each week. I know my episodes have been dropping like Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays and not a specific date, but hang in there with me while I'm in this like weird moving stage slash process. Plus it's the holidays, but I have a really um great conversation and interview with Tinks today. It's been a long time in the making and I acknowledged like the awkwardness that it took to get here, her here because It was like, I don't know, you guys probably remember, it was on um, Instagram stories where you guys kept asking me to have her on the podcast and she wasn't answering my DMs and then I told you guys that and then you guys messaged her and now she came on and we connected. So I just like kind of wanted to address it because I hate being fake and like phony and um, I just thought that it was like a good thing to kind of chat about and she's really cool. We... Um, have a lot in common and it's just like great to talk to someone that is like around the same age group that's like going through similar things so I think you guys will really enjoy the conversation in terms of my life updates you may have seen that I bought a freaking car this week I oh my god guys I went into the like into the dealership being like I'll just like test drive cars literally five hours later I walk out with keys I'm like am I okay like this was not supposed to happen today but honestly I'm happy it did because since I'm still in my long-term Airbnb I haven't really felt like I have like a place I could like call home and although it's just a car it like already made me feel a little bit more um like I had a place to land you know what I mean I'm like okay if all else fails I have my car (laughs) It just like feels good to have it and be able to like call it mine Um, So that's been happening. I've been doing a lot of socializing. I've been trying to Meet new people sign up for new events. I think I have a fitness class curse that's going on Um, So far my tennis instructor has canceled on me two times I signed up for a sound bath and meditation class this weekend. It got rained out Every time I sign up for something, it's getting canceled. And I'm like, is this an LA thing or is this like just like a bad luck thing? So I'm doing my best to go to fitness classes, but it keeps not working out. And I don't know what's happening. So wish me um, better luck for this upcoming week. But I'm going to just do a short little intro today because we have a pretty long interview with you. Tinks and I answer your Ask Alyssa questions, and then we spill the tea on pop culture topics. We're talking about the Meghan and Harry documentary. White Lotus, um, Love Island Australia, again, I'm sorry, you guys, I can't stop talking about, and Sex life's uh, sex Life of College Girls, so stay tuned and enjoy the episode. Wait, Brave. wait, I do,
1: okay, <laughs> we'll, talk. We'll, talk, <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk, we need to discuss. Okay,
0: guys, I am here with
1: Tinks. welcome. <laughs> Thank you for having me, this is such a long time coming. I know. I'm so excited to finally meet you. Well, and, and now we'll I'm in LA, yes. so. I know, I feel like you've had such a journey, are you, but what's like, Oh, what's the what's the vibe right now? Are we are we liking it? Because I saw a TikTok where you were like, "Living in LA makes you appreciate New York more," yes. and I couldn't agree with you more. So
0: I'm already like, "Ooh, it's so like cozy here." Yeah, like yeah. in when I go back to New York, yeah, I think I just, and I think you could probably relate to this because we're similar ages. I'm 31. Yeah, I'm like, I hit my like. I felt kind of stuck in New York. Like, I didn't have the motivation to date or, like, do things. So I was like, I need to change up my energy because nothing's going to change if I
1: don't. You were there for 10 years. 10 years. Yeah. That's a long time. And I think with New York, you really get kind of not stuck in in, oh, in your ways, but I did find when I lived in New York, I kind of saw the same people and did the same thing. And I mm-hmm. like you said, I wasn't motivated. I don't know why. but And I so I just needed to switch it up and that's why I moved to L.A. Yeah. But they're both good. I'm sure people who don't live in New York or L.A. are sick of hearing us coastal yeah. people talk. Yeah. like Because it's literally all I do is I'm like, oh, New York is great for this reason. L.A. is great uh-huh. for that reason. But yeah, it's interesting. There's good parts for both and bad parts for it, both too.
0: It's also interesting. I'm curious to get your thoughts on this because I feel like now it's like someone commented on one of my videos being like oh my god you moved from New York to LA like you made such a big deal about moving from New York and I'm like first of all it's across the country second of all I think people have that um like perception of LA because I did too where it's like oh my god LA like Hollywood yeah but now that I'm here I'm like it's like any other place in the world where it's like what you make it and who you associate with a hundred percent it really is and it's like
1: there's so many different little pockets and it's you know obviously with what you do you're you're put you're plunged right in the middle of a certain type of person Mm -hmm. and and you know but I always see those TikToks of of native angelinos being like it's so annoying when influencers move to la and they're like i don't like la and mm-hmm. and and i really understand why they say that because there are too. so many you know we we move here and we're like okay we live in west hollywood or whatever we, we we kind of do one one type of la and i understand why they're annoyed but like you said there are so many different pockets and i think that way you get the most out of la is actually to not go in the influencer yeah. world as much as possible and, and go see the other amazing parts and, and so I'm sure you have friends who are like not in this world and it's just like just hang out with them and
0: I also moved here to not be part like exactly. which sounds so ironic because you're moving yes. to LA but like this weekend I signed up for like a sound bath and meditation class like yeah. I'm actually coming here to be more in nature and stuff and and and
1: that's my favorite part of it by far is, yeah. is the beach is the being outside more the active lifestyle slightly healthier lifestyle like all that good stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I moved here when I was like barely had a job. I wasn't an influencer yet, so I I too moved here for those reasons. And I think that's way better anyway.
0: Yeah, and one thing that I did do this morning, which we were just laughing at before, like I literally ate the viral tuna cotto sandwich from Joe and the Juice for breakfast. It's okay. So I love tuna more than anything. Like I eat it
1: almost every day. I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with it. Yes, I know I'm gonna get mercury poisoning. Okay, I that's my biggest fear because I can't stop eating it. It's my favorite. But okay, I literally i'm obsessed with danielle the Tunicado girl like yeah. i literally love her like i watch her videos every day i'm like i like refresh her page to see if she's posted her <laughs> husband her and her are so cute however i did feel like the tunicado was slightly overhyped
0: okay so i'm an og joe and the juice so you were sandwich before. girl okay okay so i'm more like now i'm like wow my thing that i love has been made so viral yes. that i feel like a poser getting it right meanwhile i've been teaching mm. from the rooftops mm. for years like mm. Okay, in all fairness, I wasn't getting the tuna. I was getting the turkey um on gluten-free bread. Okay. Because sometimes like tuna to me is like a mystery meat. Mm, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, in the yeah. Sense where- no, it
1: can be well, like Subway, they came out and said that there's zero percent tuna in okay. that tuna, which is really scary. Exactly.
0: So I was like, I'm not one of those people that's gonna go to a place that I don't know yes. has like decent fish and yes. just like go rogue and get fish. Yes. So I always got like the, it was like one slice of turkey, pesto, tomato, mozzarella cheese. Simple, yummy, yeah. Gorgeous, mm-hmm. amazing, gluten-free bread. Yeah. So that I've been saying for years. I'm like, guys, they have the best gluten-free bread. Yeah, it's
1: really bomb. But I have
0: to say, TikTok – Did make me try the tuna because I was like, all right, if all these people are eating the tuna, like it it must be okay. No, it's good. It's (laughs) it's definitely a good sandwich. And I agree. The best part is like the bread and like
1: how toasty Mm -hmm. it is and everything. But it's like as someone who literally makes liking tuna her whole personality, like I have better tuna out there for people. But it is really decent. It is really good. I I like it. You know, I go I go. You know, once in a while.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm like one of those people who I crave things. Like I get obsessed. hyperfixation meals. One hundred percent I'm
1: the same way. I I will get a hyperfixation meal and I will literally eat it like obsessively for three months and then I'll be sick of it. Well,
0: I notice I keep doing that and I'm like I've been here for just over a month and I'm like, Okay, try new you can't already get in this pattern in a new city. But it's
1: comforting. I think like you need that when you first move to a place. Like when you find something that makes you feel good, like just lean into it for now. Like you're still Mm. so like that's so fresh. And you're already like liking it and doing yeah. so well dude i'm proud of you i literally
0: bought a car this week oh my so god so it's happening like it's I'm, happening. I'm i'm here good i'm glad
1: you need to nest you need a car f- to live in la so that's great you so need a car to it's live here it's crazy
0: it's insane i tried to take out one of those um like scooters
1: oh god no mm.
0: no 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 it's, no, d- it's my life flashed before no, my no yeah house. it's i i i can't it's too scary so a little more about you and less about me. What I, I okay, I like to ask people, like, this is my weird opening question, but like, how's your mental health? Like, where do you yes. stand today?
1: I love that question. I am, Um, I don't know when this is coming out, but we're recording this uh, like basically this three week, weeks. So. Okay, it'll so it'll be current three weeks before the end of the year. I am honestly feeling a little bit burned out. Mm-hmm. I'm a person who, like, I start the year like come January, I will have. Level 100 energy, like, be rejuvenated. I just, yeah. like, I start high, and then I, like, crash and burn at the end of the year. And I'm, I'm just, like, I'm just, I'm feeling grateful, but I'm feeling quite um, tired and needing, I'm, I'm just ex- looking forward to wearing a big t-shirt and, like, sitting in my bed and eating chocolate-covered pretzels and, like, mm. with my family and just relaxing.
0: Are you burnt out, though, from doing a lot, or is it mental? Because sometimes I feel like I could get in my head mentally yes. about, like, Oh my god it's the end of the year did i do enough did i do too much did you know you start is it like pressure that you're putting on yourself or are you actually just burnt out from like doing too much
1: i think maybe a little bit of both it's just a lot and i think that you know as you well know being an online person it all the you know negative stuff kind of comes in waves and it's and i feel like at the end of the year i'm just more tired so i'm more susceptible to it where it's like normally i would just be like oh whatever a comment now i'm just like god like really That hurts or whatever. Do you
0: seek, like, do you look for those things or do you try to avoid?
1: No, I really try to avoid as much as possible. Me too. But... You know sometimes they find you yeah, and sometimes it's just it's rough but you have to avoid um i mean i go through my dms and i was actually just talking to my followers about this like no one on my team has access like i do everything mm-hmm. on my phone because my followers write to me very personal stuff and yeah. I wouldn't feel right so i like and people are like don't look and i'm like well i, I have to go through my dms and yeah. so once in a while there's a bad one and like on TikTok, sometimes you see them you know they pop up but no like And I know when I go look for them, I'm like, that's ego. Like, even if I think, you know, oh, I'm trying to justify it one way or another. Like, if you seek that stuff out, all it is 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 ego. And Mm -hmm. that's something I've worked really hard on this year is Mm -hmm. being like, good or bad. Like, you don't want that. You don't want the validation. You you don't want the negativity. Like, just don't go there. Like, create for the sake of creating what you want to see. Yeah. And for the people who want your content and they'll find it. And that's, it's, you know.
0: Sometimes for me, it's more of like a fear of other people's opinions versus, like, how it makes me feel. I don't know how to describe, like, articulate what I'm saying. It's more like I don't want my peers to, like, see something yeah. and think that of me. Whereas, like, I don't. I know it's not true. Yeah, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: I really, really do. And I think about that often, too. But, like, we're both at the point in our career where now it's, like, I don't believe anything that I see, like, Nothing. online. And, you know, and I don't believe... Like rumors about people, I don't believe negativity. I really try to only go off of my experience with people in person because there is a whole world of hurt that goes with you know believing that shit online. And you know, sadly, a lot of the time, I feel like it's creator to creator who are who are who's creating that like negativity storm. And I'm just like, I go off of who I meet in person Mm -hmm. how i vibe with them how they are and that's it and like that's that's all you can do i'm a big like intuition person yes yes and
0: i feel like i always kind of know like sometimes i'll meet someone and within 30 seconds i'm like oh they're a really good person right like you just just kind of like have to go off of like what's real what's in front of you who are you like really connecting with or and i agree like there's so we watched I don't even want to talk about it, but just as an example, like all this something Navy stuff that just happens. Like yeah. we watched how that went, like so negative. Then everyone's like, "Oh, okay, it's nothing. Like let's forget well, it." And it just shows you how it insane. Uh,
1: like exactly, exactly. No one knows. We don't know. So it's just like stay I go away. Off of, yeah, yeah. I, I really, really like to meet people in person, and I just mm. kind of I like to wait till then to make a, you know, not that I judge, but like to. To yeah. have an opinion on someone. You don't know. And it's so hard to internalize that and remember it. But if I feel misunderstood online or, or you know, there's some negativity, I'm like, if they don't know me in person, they really don't have anything mm-hmm. to go off of. And that's so this judgment that they're making on me is more about them than it is yeah. about me.
0: And you've like changed your content. Like, I remember when you first used to pop up, it was more of like the... I want to say like opinion pieces kind yeah. of in the sense of you were more um, and not even i don't even mean like negative good or bad opinion i just mean more of like this is what i like this like you do that on your stories very yes. well yeah but on TikTok specifically this is the show that i like this is that and you've kind of pulled away from that yeah and has it been because it's like harder to almost have an opinion when more people are
1: For looking sure. at it oh like i say this all the time you when I started, I would, like, go on TikTok and run my mouth and say whatever. I didn't care. And now it's, like, well, now I don't know, like, who I'm going to be in a room with the next week. And and I would be lying if I said I didn't think about it. Like, not that I yeah. edit myself, but it's, like, if I go, for example, and talk shit about some show on Netflix, I could very well be in a room with the producer from that show the next week and whatever. Mm. So it's, like, you know, being a little bit more thoughtful about it. And, like, I've been a, I've been a TikTok – I've been a creator for, I guess, like – almost like full two years now and it's like you of course you change over time of course you like you know but and and yes to your point absolutely it's harder to have it's it's harder to want to have opinions honestly because it's like you you know this too you say like I like microphones and someone's like well that's completely erasing headphones like (laughs) you're disgusting (laughs) like have you like even looked at yourself today and I'm like okay like but I I don't know if you feel this too but I feel a lot closer to my Instagram followers than I do my TikTok followers. Mm -hmm. Obviously there's crossover but I feel like TikTok people wake up and they're like how am I going to misunderstand someone Mm -hmm. today? Whereas I'm like if you're following me on Instagram like you like me, you want to know what I'm thinking, and, like, you're here for a reason. Mm. And so I, I don't know if that distinct differentiation is true for other creators. Yeah. but
0: I guess, I guess I would say that because my DMs are closed on TikTok. Okay. So on Instagram, I actually could connect with my yeah. audience, and I feel like we know each other more. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like the people that have met me and come to my live shows, like, we know each other. Yes. I think for me, the hardest thing, and, like, I don't know if this was, like, a childhood insecurity of yours, but the hardest thing for me as a child was feeling feeling misunderstood yes and i always felt really judged before people got to know me so i think when people are making judgments judgments on me it triggers the little girl inside of me totally that felt that way like as a kid who's like wait like that's not fair like you don't know me so for me it's almost like i come from a really triggered place yeah so i try to avoid it because at the end of the day i'm like i just want people to know the person I am yeah I don't think I'm that bad (laughs) no I I I
1: really really hear you and understand you and 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 I feel very similar where I feel that I'm judged a lot before people know me or like Mm -hmm. my actions are misconstrued or whatever and it's so funny we're talking about this because this morning on my AMA someone was like why does it hurt so much to feel misunderstood Mm. and I think I said because I think it feels unfair and i think that most humans like all we want is like a fair shot right like yes. we just want like a we we just want to start at the at the starting line and not from a negative 2 mm-hmm. and sometimes you know i go back and forth it depends on the week but sometimes i'm like like people judge me before they even know me anyway like why do i even try to be nice or whatever yeah. you know yeah. sometimes i get in that space and then i'm like if you are judging someone before you meet them it's really, really more about you than it is about Mm. them. And like, that's what you have to try and remember, even though that's such an annoying and difficult pill to swallow.
0: Yeah. And I think it's about going back to like what feels good in like your gut and your intuition, because I went through this phase and I feel like it ironically plays like a little bit of a role into like how we even connected where I went into this phase where I was kind of like, I think when I was at barstool I felt a little empowered to be like fuck everyone because yeah. they all have that mindset and I really right. respect people that could be like that yes yeah, like same. genuinely I wish I was that way same but I'm not yeah so sometimes I pretend to be yeah so like I'll be like I'll be like I'm gonna call people out but then I don't feel good. like then yeah. I literally have raging anxiety because I'm doing something that's like out of it's out of your comfort zone it's, it's out not of my comfort zone for you. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I feel like even like and I didn't even call you out per se, but everyone kept DMing me, have tinks on the pod, have tinks yeah. on the pod. And then publicly, I just said, and it wasn't because I'm very mindful of like, I don't want to be rude. I was just like, I've tried, guys. Like, yeah, yeah, I would yeah. DMed her. Like, yeah. wh- what could I do? Finally, yeah. I addressed it publicly. Yeah. And I've done it with a few people and you saw it and you were like, oh my God. Like, yeah. I- and you couldn't have been nicer. But even doing something like that, even if it works out and I'm not doing it in a bad yeah. way and we connect... It still feels out of yeah sync with my, like, comfort zone. Yeah. No, I get it. You know? It. I get it. Yeah.
1: And it's, it's, it, but, like, I truly didn't mind. And that's the other, like, interesting thing about online is, like, most of the time it's a miscommunication, right? Yeah, you always. know what I mean? Like, that's the other, inter- it's, like, I genuinely had no idea. And I yeah, was like, oh, my it. God, I'm so, I'm so glad to be on the pod. Like, I would love to, you know, yeah. whatever. So it's just, like. Uh, I try so hard to give people, everyone the benefit of the doubt online. Me and I, I, yeah.
0: And you also try to think, like, who am I? Like, they probably just didn't see my mess. Yeah. Like, it's not, yeah. I know I miss things all the time. Like, nothing's ever that deep. Yeah. But my point is, like, whenever I do call people out, I feel worse, so I just don't do it. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't yeah. feel good. Yes, I get it. Well,
1: for the record, I'm glad you did, because <laughs> now I'm here.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I tried to, like, go about it in, in like, a and nice way, And it was so too. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, But no. I liked it was, a- like call things out too because i'm like you know what there's so much like you said miscommunication between people this person muted me this person blocked me this oh my god and i'm just like (laughs) i
1: i I really have been thinking about (laughs) i've already really started to do it in the past couple of months and like talk about worrying about being misconstrued is like i truly want nothing to do with online drama like in a mm-hmm. in a way that is so sincere and I think sometimes that comes across as like I think I'm better than other people mm. or that I she doesn't associate with that or whatever but yeah. it's like I like who I like like I have great friends I have many creator friends who I really love and I yeah. see in person and I text but like the petty like all that other stuff I don't want any part in at all and I that's something I'm really going to work on even more in the next year as yeah. I think about my New Year's resolutions because I don't think it serves anyone and I really, really have just tried to like take a big step back. Because it's like when you're at the point where people are like texting you being like, did you mute me? I'm like, w- this is, we need to all take a breath and like- Go touch some just grass. Just <laughs> touch some grass. Like <laughs> yeah. This is, and that's like how I feel about so much online stuff where I'm like, whoa, like we just need to like yeah. create content for- you know, your followers, if you don't like someone, you can scroll or block them or whatever. It's not dramatic. And just like, it's fine.
0: That's true because there's some people that I'm like really close with that their videos trigger me. Because let's say it's something about like eating or yeah. like something that literally has nothing to do with them as a person. Right. But it might be like triggering for me. So maybe you I wanna want mute to mute it for it. my own good. Not because I don't like that. Totally. Totally. So, and
1: like, and even with blocking, I think people, I have a very, I have a very, some might think different stance on blocking where it's like I actually don't think it's that dramatic I just think it's like if you don't I don't want to see your content and I you probably don't want to see me anyway you don't like me anyway like what is like it's just better if we don't see each other's content like that's yeah it's not that difficult I always say it's like yeah I, I don't know I just I feel like it's, it's no, construed I, as such a dramatic thing, but it's, like, you don't want to see my share my energy, and I don't want your energy, and that's okay. I've
0: never once hesitated to, like, block someone if yeah. they did something that made me uncomfortable. Because I'm, like, I'm protecting my peace. Totally. This is for me.
1: Like, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's, like, it's all... It's just we're all still navigating this new set of social rules online, yeah. and and we're doing our best. And again, it's like give people the benefit of the doubt, of the doubt. Like it's okay to block someone. It's definitely okay to mute someone. Like you said, like they could be your friend, and you don't want to see. Like I'm some of my friends have muted me because they're like you post so much. Yeah, and I'm like, like I'm like exactly. Okay,
0: like yes, that yeah. is
1: okay. Like you need to do what, as you said, protects your peace. And
0: some of my friends like. Even, like, my mom, like, does she used to listen to every single one of my episodes. She's been busy. She hasn't listened to a thing. I don't, like, that's my own mother. Exactly. Like, it's like who you cares? Can't, you can't take it personally. Yeah. Can, yeah. One thing that I noticed was I was, like, one of your videos popped up and all of a sudden you were, like, so my boyfriend and I. And I'm, like, did I miss a chapter? Yeah. And I feel like you obviously likely intentionally are going about a public relationship in a more private way than in the past. Is that something that you subconsciously were like, I'm not going to talk about the dating stage. Like when this is like concrete, like, Concrete? Concrete? (laughs) Then we'll talk about it.
1: Yeah, I in the past had shared so much more of my dating life. Like I would do like date to Mm date updates and I loved doing it. That was the thing is like it was such a fun thing that I would do with my followers. But I, you know, I had a relationship last year that ended really badly. And like sometimes I even think like, oh, did I deal with that the right way and in the the, the outcome of that? And so I was like, okay, I'm not going to take I'm not going to talk about dating at all anymore and then I started dating this guy and and it's like, I'm not name dropping here, but like mm-hmm. I asked one time, I asked Chelsea Handler, I was like, well, what do mm-hmm. you think? Should I share with my followers? And she was like, she was like, when it's really good and it's really important, you share with them. And mm-hmm. that's kind of how I felt with this one where it's like, I'm not going to do the whole like, we're in the talking phase. Oh my God, he asked me to be yes. his girlfriend, blah, 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 blah. But now like, I'm very lucky to be in this relationship and be so happy. So now I'm like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to share and talk like about it. Like when you
0: feel settled in it yeah. and like it's the right
1: time to share. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's
0: kind of what's hard for me because I struggle with some sometimes like not wanting to talk about my dating life because you don't want it getting back to the person you're dating
1: and it's so complicated i know and it makes
0: it more complicated in
1: your head too like even Mm. if you're just saying the truth to your followers which is like oh i went on a good date or whatever like you're a natural storyteller you're a natural creator and you're like you're like okay well what parts do i want to tell them Mm. you know and it just it makes it more complex and the truth is like the early stages of dating are so complicated and one day you might feel did I spit? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I, I didn't notice. One day you might feel one way about someone, and and you know the other day you might feel an, another yeah. way about them. So it's like you're trying to like figure it out
0: for yourself. But
1: so I get it.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's interesting because I was like, wait, you know, everyone loves to comment. Like, did I miss a chapter? I was like, yeah, wait, yeah, she yeah. has a boyfriend. Yeah, <laughs> he's, if, he's so great. If you like feel comfortable asking, I'm curious. Like, this is um. This is research for myself. Yes. <laughs> How did you meet? Was it a setup or was it like an we app? We met at a party. It's like so typical. Wow. I was like
1: at a party, like drunk with one of my best friends, like thought he was hot, like hit on him.
0: Was it like an industry party?
1: Um, It was a it was a fundraiser for my friend's charity. and Okay, because yeah. that
0: sounds good. Yeah. Because a part of me... This is so negative, but maybe you can no, help tell. change my mind. Part of me sometimes, like, when I get invited to, like, industry events, I'm like, what's the point of going? Like, I'm going to get dressed up yeah. to schmooze. There's not going to be any guys I'm interested in, like, yeah. at this type of event. But that's probably, like, a really closed-off mindset. No, I, I don't. I think I think I totally understand where you're coming from. And so
1: many industry events are, like, you literally uh, – for me, like, I'm lazy. So, to me, like, putting on makeup it's and like an, an energy outfit sucker. is, like, oh, my God. Like, mm-hmm. are you serious? So – industry i think is like you should always be very scru- scrupulous is that the mm-hmm. word like just if you should go but where you need to go is like other parties like with your friends who don't work in the industry who are mm. like oh my you know friend who works at google is having like a happy hour network yes like that's the shit where you meet guys okay and i think is is like so much better so not industry but like other other stuff yes. i'm very into irl like I do believe in dating apps 100, but I my shtick with them is like use them as a tool, mm-hmm. not entertainment. And I think that that's the confusion that people get is like they go on their phone and they're like, oh, I'm gonna go on Instagram, I'm gonna go on TikTok, I'm gonna, gonna go on Hinge, and it's like, no, 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 it's a tool. It's like Uber. You don't scroll on Uber like unless <laughs> you're getting a car. Go on ten minutes a day, swipe, mm. deal with any conversations you have going on, and then close it and go again tomorrow. Like that's what I tell my followers because it's just like people are on there scrolling and scrolling and swiping and swiping and having pen pal relationships and it's just like no put down your phone get outside go to a party and personally that makes me feel so
0: depleted oh my god because when i'm looking like i was literally doing this this weekend actually last night i was looking at dating apps and I'm that person that I noticed I didn't answer so many people, well, so I circled back and I'm like, "Hey, what's I, up?" It's, and like, it's the it's the classic. It's like,
1: "Hey, sorry," and it's like three months have gone by, like, and you're literally, like, "Literally again?" Yeah. But this guy called me out. He goes, I'm sure Sunday um, night catch up. Sunday night, yeah, because everyone is doing it Sunday night when they're like having scaries and whatever. Yes, but that's not your fault. That's like that's why I really caution about the dating apps because it. it Gets you in this mindset of like oh well there's always More people to swipe and like I can always come back To this and yeah. so that's why I always say like remember It's a tool it's mm-hmm. not like a Just like an endless thing so No
0: it's so true and I Feel very discouraged on dating apps sometimes because I feel I call it window shopping. Exactly, it's like when you're walking Wait, past the that. store and yeah. you're like, "Ooh, I like that. I like that. I like yeah. that. Maybe I'll come back and buy it. Maybe I won't. Yeah, but you're. Oh, that's such a good. It's that's, literally I love window that. shopping, yes, and yes. I'm like, this is why no one is like meeting anyone or i mean people definitely meeting dating apps but you're if you're not looking to make that purchase that day exactly you're done no
1: i love that metaphor or analogy whatever it is like it's that's exactly right and it's like i feel like people are less and less going with intent to buy yes you know i think more and more people are just like i'm gonna sit here and scroll for an hour i'm gonna window shop for an hour like Mm -hmm. and that's why i'm just like yes use them but like get outside go to events like <laughs> yeah. go to like events are literally the number one way like not mm. industry ones but like events like oh your friend's having like some random potluck barbecue go with them you yes. know that's the shit where you really meet people and that's
0: what I'm really trying to push myself to do yeah so it's good to hear that you met someone through something yeah. like that yeah it's
1: just like it's so fun to do it the old-fashioned way
0: I feel like though when I go places I'm like is everyone 21 or is it just me like don't you feel like you I get have to a like point... age
1: dysmorphia
0: oh you don't think that
1: no I do I think uh, first of all everyone is 21 I'm like when do everybody it's 24
0: everyone's 24 everyone
1: is 24 okay but in LA you're ugh. Everyone in L.A. actually acts like they're 24, even if they're like 45 or even Mm -hmm. if they're like 18. I'm like, wait, so what? (laughs) Um, Yeah. I like think that I'm still 27 in my head and then I'm like, no, 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 I'm 32. (laughs)
0: Well, I also feel like with the pandemic, I'm like, I went into the pandemic in my 20s and I came out of it in in my 30s. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Where did my 20s go? I'm like, go? where did that
1: last chunk go <laughs> yes, of that? Yeah. It's really trippy. Because I'm like. It's so trippy. Where did my life go? The last go? years. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's
0: crazy. It's so crazy. It's, it's so crazy. Okay. So new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Things are going good. Mm-hmm. Um, do you like, in terms of taking like next steps like do you think you would be public with someone or not until you like have a ring on your finger like do you have any rules
1: I like talk I like talk about I, I like talk about him a lot now but I don't show his face on Instagram I get that. and like people that like undoes people and like he'll get DMs <laughs> from people being like have some respect for yourself like Tinks doesn't even show your face like all this stuff and I'm like I'm like this is, this why. is why like yeah. this is why because I have random strangers DMing my boyfriend stuff who you know find out who it is like it's so demented and it's like of course i'm not a celebrity but like when you are at all public facing everybody thinks that they know about your relationship
0: like everybody wants to say something and it just makes it all so much more complicated see that gives me anxiety the thought of like the person i like well, or love it's exactly what we we're talking about before yeah. yeah or like or like it's like yeah and and i i would it, it's, it's like very embarrassing upsetting kind oh, of, of it's course. like do you think i'm a loser because everyone's telling you i'm a loser it's, it's really
1: upsetting the fact it's that so my trolls upsetting. will write to him and dm him and be like you know write me and stuff about yeah. me and and whatever but it's like you know of course he doesn't care whatever and, and he knows you you know he knows me yeah. but like it's an awful feeling it's it's, an it's awful, awful it's an awful feeling
0: yeah it's really really that's the stuff that makes me sick like yeah. i could take it but i don't want my family seeing it the people I love seeing it like that actually makes your stomach hurt that's why I did have to take a little
1: bit of a step back lately is because I'm like why like people will DM my mom too and say nasty stuff and I'm just like what is the purpose of this like what what war are you waging like do you really think that my boyfriend's gonna read some comment about me and be like oh You're right. I should dump her. It's still humiliating and and embarrassing for me. But like dump
0: you because of that? That's even like Exactly. That's
1: awful. No, it's just like it's a lot. So it's like that's why I don't wanna show his face. And like I don't know I don't know what I'll do in the future. I didn't yeah. think I was ever going to talk about who I was dating again. And like, yeah. here I am,
0: and I'm happy and I'm
1: happy to do it. So I'm, I'm taking it like one step See at a time. See if it feels good in yeah. your gut. Yeah. Like,
0: you'll know yeah. when it's time. I mean, because I always think about that. And I'm like, selfishly, like, I want to post my wedding pictures. Of like, course. <laughs> yeah, I literally, literally one day I'm just like, you people mag, I, like, me and yes. getting married. <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, hello. Like, yeah. I like <laughs> photos for a reason. Like, that's the other thing. We like to create, of so course. It's, like, What's better than wanting to create? Of course, yes. Wait, let's talk about, just like that made me realize, our TikTok icks. You know how that's going around right now, that yes, trend? Yes, yes. My biggest ick, but I say all of this with a grain of salt because I would maybe do it. So yeah, I'm a hypocrite, and I'm I'm acknowledging that. My biggest ick is like the couples, like when they put their phone up on a tripod, and it's them like hands in hand running to the ocean. Because I'm like, who's filming this? Like, who's obviously you it? set it up, but then I'm like, ooh, like, but it would be cute, cute clip. Yeah, you're like, Bye. You
1: know? no. I think like it's so true, and there's so many things where you're like, I would never do that, and then when it comes time, you're like, I would maybe do that, but because yeah. you're like,
0: oh, I'll show my kids this one day. Yeah, yeah, literally.
1: I mean, it's cute. It's like it just literally depends what mood I'm in, whether I'm like, ew that's like cringe or if I'm yeah. like
0: oh that's so cute. I'm such a hypocrite with any kind of trend and I know yes, that about myself. Yes yes like yes. I'll be like ew chunky sneakers next week I'm in chunky sneakers. No no same everything it just takes me a little bit longer to get there. Yeah same. I, yeah I, I agree. But my biggest TikTok ick is when people put the phone up and they do pranks and they pretend like they don't see the phone. And no. I'm like it's in your eyes. No. Sorry. I I <laughs> <laughs> I literally am so triggered by those like so triggered. it makes me want to
1: fucking scream and it's so obvious and I'm like here's the kicker I look down one million likes and I'm like oh yeah. and I'm everyone's
0: like, like oh my god he fell for everyone's it everyone's like ha, 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 so
1: funny and I'm like are we in 2013 no, like is, is this vine humor like what the f is going on it's they're so cringy it, or it's I like, don't get it's it it's always like the pretending that I'm eating mayonnaise when I'm really eating cake batter yes. for my husband and, and they're like and the the husband's like Wait, and the phone's in me? his face. It's literally, or they get in the car and they. It's like it's like pretending I got a nose job. <laughs> the in the car, car, you know, whatever. Car. And I'm like, they take when the they take the lip up when they tip the lip, and their and and their acting is always so bad. They're like, did you get your lips done or what? And I'm like, how is this so funny to so but many people? I
0: don't get how so many people in the comments fall for like I. I know it.
1: I know and then I'm like it okay has to be 12 year olds I'm like you know what different different strokes for different folks yeah, different yeah. humors like that's it it's just like I just find it I 100% co-sign my biggest ick. It, it is so irritating nothing
0: drives me crazier. I, I literally I'm like are we it's like when there's a pothole in the movie and it's so obvious I'm like are we just not gonna acknowledge the phone in their face no it's insane <laughs> I literally my number one
1: most irritating TikTok.
0: It, drives me insane and people keep doing those videos and i keep commenting on all of them i'm like the phone in plain sight yeah it's just like
1: and and there's and that's like some people's entire account and i'm like okay whatever. listen it works for A them i guess yes yes whatever i guess it works yeah
0: um okay so i have people write in um ask Alyssa advice questions i love that and we have like we have one about engagement and one about sex and Ooh. i think that they are both pretty damn good and we need to help these girls okay, out fab. so let's give some advice let's do it okay this person said I need help again Alyssa your wisdom was so helpful last time I'm hoping you could respond to this ask Alyssa I need advice letting go of something I've been looking forward to over a year ago, my boyfriend of five years promised me that we would be engaged by the end of 2022. We have discussed a reasonable budget for us. A few weeks ago, I picked out the specific ring that I liked most and sent it to him. We told both of our closest friends and family our plans, and he even told some not-so-close people to us. Well, now it's the end of the year, and it's approaching, With and we did plan a little trip in December. My only requirement was an epic proposal spot. We picked a weekend early in December. I wanted to have clear expectations, so I asked, "Are you going to be prepared to ask me any questions?" And he said, "The first weekend, probably not. I'm still saving money, so now I'm convinced the proposal is not happening." How can I get over the disappointment that if he's not that he's not going to keep his promise? Pretty sure he hasn't even bought the ring yet. Um, and most importantly, the embarrassment when people realize we didn't get engaged like we planned. Also, I don't even want to go on the trip anymore now because I feel like my friends and family will expect it and we haven't booked anything yet. Wow. That's yeah. really tough. I know.
1: Uh, do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Okay. My followers know that I'm very, like, strict with stuff. Mm-hmm. I would be like, that is giving that situation is like, there's something off. Like, like red I, I just think that... If he's dragging his feet, it's a couple things, right? It's, like, the dragging the feet. It's, like, the telling people and the not, not following, following through. through. It's, like, the involving other people, too, which is, like, subtle. But I just think, you know, yes, of course, you want to tell your family and friends if you're going to get engaged. But, like, involving other people when you don't have a clear pathway to that is, like, messy and mm. and puts a lot of pressure on his girlfriend. Also, as she said, him simply not following through the promise which is like that's not good. If if someone you're love and in a relationship mm-hmm. is like I'm gonna do this, whether it's propose or mow the lawn or whatever, whatever the yeah. fuck, like they need to be able to follow through.
0: And then also just
1: like, I don't know, I don't like it.
0: I want to be the bigger person and be like, you shouldn't have given him an ultimatum. Truth is, back to me being a hypocrite, I 100 would do this. Just yeah. knowing myself, I'd be like, if I'm not proposed to by this time, okay, I think. It doesn't mean always the worst-case scenario. No, no. Like, OK, for example, my sister, who's now very happily married, has a child with her husband. I remember like, she was kind of like, all right, we've been dating like five years. Like, is this going to happen? Yeah. And her and her husband went on this huge trip to Switzerland. So she's yeah. like, obviously, it's, like, happen. it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> didn't happen. And I knew it didn't happen because he kind of like, he went to go get the ring. And it turned out that the jeweler was like, We need to, like, source this because it was, like, a specific, like, cut, whatever. He was like, we don't just, like, have this lying around. It's going to take a few weeks. So he had intentions to propose, but he couldn't once he actually did the research. So my sister comes home from the trip all disappointed. It wound up happening a few months later. Everything, like, he always had intended to. They are happily married. They have a beautiful relationship. But it wasn't in her ideal, maybe, timeline because she thought it was happening on that trip could this be a situation like that where it's like maybe he well he said he he said he's saving up but do you do you think he's doing that to
1: throw her off I mean, that would be ideal as if this is all just like a red herring and like they're going to get engaged on is, the trip. Or like, my
0: I think guys say they're going to do it. And then when they go to look, like what happened to my brother in law, they're like, whoa, you it's realize really
1: expensive and like their stuff. It's like
0: more to it. Like if yeah, you want to cut just bands, go by, Yeah, you have
1: to like get it made and everything like that. Yeah.
0: So maybe he's like, oh shit, like I, this won't be done in time. Like could it be something like that? Just devil's advocate. advocate.
1: I hope. I really hope. Me too. <laughs> I just feel like it's. A little bit difficult for me because I don't think that I would have, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do an ultimatum. I just is not my, not my Mm -hmm. vibe. And I would, I would feel like at five years, you better know by you better know, you know, like Mm -hmm. even, you know, and I don't think it's unromantic to plan engagements or to talk about it together because it's like a massive decision and it's like Mm -hmm. we're not in the feudal times anymore. Like it's fine if yes, of course, a lot of girls want some element of surprise, but like. At five years, if you're giving that ultimatum and if he's like flaking and like this stuff, like I don't love that. So and I I can understand why she doesn't want to go on the trip anymore. Like, yeah,
0: listen, I hope that he's faking her out and I I hope that whatever. But that's how I feel. I'm like, what if she doesn't go and he's actually just trying to throw her off because he wants to surprise her. So, okay, this is what my advice would be. Go on the trip. If it doesn't happen, then there needs to be a serious, like... A conversation. Discussion. Yeah. yeah.
1: Where you where you ask, like, um, it really hurts my feelings that you made this promise and didn't keep it. Also, I feel embarrassed that you involved mm-hmm. a bunch of people, our family and fran- friends, and it's adding a lot of pressure yeah. to me and to you and to us as a couple. And that was unnecessary if you weren't ready to do it. And if if we were approaching the deadline... And you were feeling like, okay, I don't have the ring organized yet. Like, you should have communicated that because it's not, like, helping the surprise. It's just making me anxious and making something that should be fun and special and beautiful into, like, a chore. Like, I taking just, away from I exactly. know. Exactly. I agree. I hate when uh, me, or whoever, men or whoever, like, make their female partners feel like they're nagging. Like, I really – that's one of my pet peeves. Me too. And women are so often made to feel crazy or, like, a nag or mm-hmm. whatever. And so – It's like, I really, that triggers me when they're, they're like asking, they're like, Don't make her ask again. Like, don't make her do an ultimatum. Like, if you're not gonna marry her, like, shit or get off the pot. You've been together five years. Like, figure it out.
0: Yeah, because she shouldn't have to. Also, like, it's taking away now. Like you said, from this special moment. It's supposed to be magical and special
1: and like a really big. Like, I'm not saying it has to be a complete surprise, but it's supposed. It's supposed to be like you guys joining hands and like taking this big step together. And it's about love. It's about love. Yes,
0: exactly. So do you know the wedding industry has like. It's really made it's, me have like strong opinions on all of this. I have very strong opinions too because on I'm like, even on wedding days, I hate when everyone's like, "It's the bride's day." It's like, no, this is a day about two people, yeah. getting married, making a Taking choice this together. Next step, and yeah, then we make it so like commercialized, and it just takes we away put from- so much
1: pressure on women. We're like, yes. we're like, you have to have the perfect engagement, you have to have the perfect pictures, you have to mm-hmm. lose fifty pounds for your wedding, yes. you have to have like everything right, and it's like. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, this what isn't are about doing? that. It's not about that at all, but it's become about that. And I think so many women spiral and put so much pressure on themselves in the lead up to getting engaged. And, you know, like she said, oh, she you know, she's embarrassed now because people yeah. are asking. It's just like it's become so much pressure for women. And I really don't like that. It's
0: so, it's so uncomfortable. It's made me. Like, I decided probably like five to ten years ago I went to a destination wedding and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. Because yeah. it ta- – I – don't want the pressure of like the especially because I come from New Jersey New yeah. York area yeah. it's like big ass wedding venue it's like this big to do I know and I'm like ew like it's not about that first it's, of all that's like not. so gluttonous it's yeah. so much it's like people are spending life savings on these things I'm like this is I know too much Like the
1: amount of money is like insane and I would say Okay, this is a guesstimate, but like I think like twenty-five to thirty percent of any given questions I get. No, that's too much, but like a solid like fifteen percent are about weddings, and like I'm I'm a bachelorette, and I like I can't afford it, or like I'm stressed Mm -hmm. out because of this, this, and this. My mother-in-law is like making me wear this, and I'm like I'm like it. It should be only happy, like it should be only good and peaceful and a, mm-hmm. a mo- momentous occasion and moment for the the couple. But like the all the other shit, we have got to like relax a little bit because it's yeah. driving everyone insane. Yeah, and it's people are bankrupting themselves. Like literally, someone wrote it's to me so the other so day, safe. and she was like, "Should I have a wedding or get a house?" And I was like girlfriend like get the house get the house like have a small ceremony if you want to
0: have a party in a year when you you know are good again then do that but like are you serious i felt like the covid weddings i went to actually changed flip the script in the best way possible where like my one friend was supposed to have a huge wedding she ha- was only allowed to have 50 people we had the time of our life i agree this 50 person wedding i agree every covid wedding i went to the brides, obviously, they had so much stress. It was an awful time. But I'm saying in hindsight, they were like, oh, having a small wedding was it's really beautiful. It's kind of nice, yeah. And it made me be like, oh, you don't need all of that No, stuff. it's it's, you know? it's
1: literally about your love and it's about taking the next step with the people that you care about. And like, yeah. you don't need to lose weight for your wedding. You don't need to have a bachelorette with a private jet and like make <laughs> bankrupt your friend group. Like, mm-hmm. you just need to like celebrate this next step with your Do person. Do what makes you happy. Yeah.
0: So keep... Um, to the person that wrote in, send me an update if you go yeah. on the trip. What happens? Like, I need to know. <laughs> um, and we're sending you good vibes. Yeah. OK, next one. This mm-hmm. one's interesting. So this person said, so <laughs> I don't know if this is OK to ask with you, but maybe you're the person I need to ask advice on. I hope you see this. I have a question. When the guy slash girl you're seeing will watch porn to ejaculate, mm. how would you react? Because I had a nightmare last night that made me question myself. If I should still see him or if we should continue um, nightmare meaning the guy I've been seeing for five months we have good chemistry and he is such a keeper to be honest but when we were having sex last night all of a sudden he couldn't get hard anymore and we tried to have it we tried our best mm. but it wasn't good enough So he pulled out his phone and asked me if it was okay if he watched porn. Mm. He was embarrassed, to be honest, and said he would like to watch porn for him to ejaculate. Like, is this normal? I have questioned my self-confidence, my self-esteem, and I even cried. Oh my god, I didn't know how to react, but I got super upset. He keeps telling me it's not me and that he does have an upcoming race. He races cars and he barely sleeps and is very stressed. He said it's really affected him. We were so good in the beginning. So is this even normal? I hope you could read this and maybe you can give me some advice. That's a tricky one. I know. My I feel like reading it, my emotions were like this. Yeah. I think, you know... First of
1: all, I want to validate her feelings because, like, it's normal to feel confused and upset and, Mm -hmm. like, insulted, rejected, rejected, all those things. That's totally – I can totally understand why you feel that way. I think, you know, porn is such an – has such an interesting role in our lives and in our relationships, and it's, like – There is ethical ways to consume porn and I think that masturbation and and like knowing what turns you on is important. And porn can be instrumental in finding new things that you like. But I think there is a time and a place to involve it in a relationship and Mm -hmm. mid-fuck is not it.
0: Yeah, I was going to say it's not like they were watching it together. Exactly. It's a kind of also so just... Don't just don't use the word that she used, ejaculate. <laughs> don't ejaculate. Yeah. Like tough luck. You're yeah. out. You can't do it? Okay, it's not happening. Right now, if you like I wouldn't I would feel uncomfortable with someone pulling out the porn after. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. take a beat, try again later. Well, I yeah, and I just feel like if if what he's saying
1: is true, like he's really stressed out and he's in his head and he's tired and stuff, like to me, I wish he had just been told her that, not pulled it out and been like, "Listen, babe, like I'm really yeah. tired, like I'm not feeling it, like that's why I'm, I'm having it's like issues you getting hard." Are or,
0: fine if you put the porn exactly. On. Yeah.
1: So it's like I worry that like he, I don't doubt he's tired and stressed and whatever, but it's like if he's gotten himself addicted to only coming from porn, like that's going to be a bigger issue.
0: Yes. Like I wonder, is it something like that? Like a mental block? Yeah. I don't really think it's like anything to. Potentially do with like their connection because yeah. it seems like she said things were good in the beginning. It's more just like, why is this? It almost feels like a crutch. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Yes, 100%. Where it's like, okay, is this a one time
1: thing or is this going to be like all of a sudden he has to watch porn to get hard to have sex every with single her? time? Yeah. 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 Porn is so addicting too. It's like, it's crazy. People
0: get like crazy addictions yeah. to it. I feel like. I would see like my advice would be to see if this arises again and also communicate yeah. like how you feel how it made you feel
1: 100% agree yeah like definitely say listen I, I totally appreciate your stress and you're going through it right now but like you have to understand how that made me feel like while we were having this intimate moment um, like you yeah know. like
0: it made me feel like I wasn't good enough exactly like I couldn't like finish the job exactly you know yeah. and you needed something else to help and like It would be different if you guys, like I said, were watching it together and it was part of like the situation. But for it to just come out of blue, like left field, is what feels so jarring. Exactly. That's why I'd be like, like, I I think I would feel uncomfortable. I'm not gonna lie. Me too. So I think it's definitely a conversation, and like Tink said, your valid. Like your feelings are valid. Yeah. Yeah. You so. Mm. good luck good luck have the conversation maybe it was a one-time thing yeah let's hope it we're, was just, we're crossing <laughs> our fingers for that yes exactly let's just hope it was a one-time <laughs> thing mm-hmm. okay let's um spill the tea okay so i really want to talk about harry and Meghan. yes okay i didn't finish it i watched a
1: couple episodes <gasps> what
0: do you think okay i was never this like royals person i know yeah. you're from england so yeah like, first of all i want to ask if you grew up like utilizing the royal family because i'm curious i grew up kind
1: of neutral towards them honestly just kind of like they were there mm. i didn't know too much about them And then when i got older i kind of started reading more about them and i really love this um this author woman named tina brown and she wrote a book called the diana chronicles and then also one called the palace papers mm. and I, they're very very they're like history books but i like read those and i
0: like those and yeah. Was well, it like a prominent thing though In everyday life To like talk about The royals Not
1: Not that much I mean they were always in the news Like yeah. that was a thing You know Every day there would be something About them mm. or whatever And I remember one time Prince Charles Like came to my school And we all like lined up oh. And we like saw him or yeah. whatever Um but it wasn't like we were talking about them every day. Yeah. yeah. I, and again, I'm American. So even though I grew mm-hmm. up in London my whole life, I guess I had a layer, a buffer kind of where it's yes. like, you know, this is still novel and fun to my family because we're not actually from here. But yeah.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. so mm-hmm. I just like, not that I don't care, but like. I'm more of a pop culture person. So yes. when they're in pop culture, I pay attention. Yes. When they're not, I'm not at home like studying. Like thinking about them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not like, what's <laughs> happening right, right, today right. at the palace? Yeah. Um but I don't I didn't know where I stood because mm-hmm. obviously we hear so many rumors about Meghan Markle's character. Like yes. I feel like her character's always assassinated. Mm-hmm. And I've always just kind of said, you know what? Who knows? Like I've always exactly. been kind of in the in the bucket of I literally have no idea. Yeah. So for me to say anything, like, I just don't know. Yeah. Having watched the documentary, I'm, like, ship. Like, I love Meghan and Harry. You love them. Oh, my uh, – first of all, I was sobbing during the first episode. Yeah, it was, a, it was a lot. I'm, like, why am I sobbing? Like, I wasn't expecting to feel so much. Yeah. I just had this overwhelming feeling like Harry's just, like, the nicest person. Yeah. And, like, I love the way that he, like – Honors his mom he, he loves his mom And yeah. just like They romanticize Their like Meeting a relationship yeah, yeah, And I'm yeah. such a sucker Yeah So I was like Instantly like Oh my god I love them They're endgame Yeah Did you get that feeling Or no? <laughs> I felt like It was gonna be a piece That
1: was ve- Put them in a very Positive light And mm-hmm. I think it did that You it know did, I think it sure. like I think that it did Kind of what I thought It was gonna do Which is like Show their best parts And like be- mm-hmm. Make people sympathetic Towards them And like It's like you said Like we don't know, right? Like we, we no have clue. no idea. And like they seem there was a few parts where I thought they laid it on a little bit thick, like with the the framing of it or yeah. I was like, okay, like we get it. You get it. You're, you're happy, lo- you're, you're happy, great. love each other, you're both perfect, yeah. like whatever. Um but yeah, I I kind of went in meh and I went out meh to be honest mm. with you.
0: I was just like okay. I went in not knowing what I would feel but went out being like a Megan stan because yeah I think how what I've landed on is if you're an awful person or if you're these things people accuse her of being people mm-hmm. say she's a narcissist she's this she's mm-hmm. that all these crazy ac- like character assassinations yeah I'm like Would she have such good friends speaking so highly of her all of these years saying she's been lovely on set. She made everyone feel comfortable. She's so warm. Like these people wouldn't be singing her praises. Right, right. If she's behind the scenes, this yeah. monster. Right. So that to me gave like validation Yeah. because I'm like, you know what? People in her life really love her. So like you just have to believe yeah. what they're saying. So I think for me that was a layer of like, okay. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? They
1: definitely seem to have a great solid relationship with each other and like have fallen really fast for each other. And yeah. um, yeah, I thought I didn't. Because I knew a lot about it from these books that I read, I didn't really learn anything new. I I just felt like, okay, this is just like a, this is a very positive, romanticized, like, version of what I kind of already knew.
0: It honestly kind of feels like a continuation of that Oprah interview. Exactly. I don't really feel anything new has been said. Yeah, I I don't either. It's all the same stuff. It's all the same stuff, We know, like, racism exists. We know that she's bullied in the media we know what happened with princess the media
1: bullying is like it's insane it's literally i mean every time you know it 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 is insane what she's had to endure it's not it's not normal like what the british press did to her but
0: i think it's crazy because i always go on the daily mail on the uk tab because i'm a psycho yeah and they're still doing it even after this came out Yeah, yeah it's like she's still getting it and i'm like are you guys not listening to what they're saying? Like, yeah. back off a little bit, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah. I, I, I felt kind of, like, neutral on it. I was just like, okay, this is what I thought it was going to be. And
0: and I think that I that's get that.
1: a perfect way to describe it. It's, like, it's just an ex- extension of the Oprah interview. It's
0: honestly, like, exactly yeah. the same, just in long form. Yes, yes. That was kind of like the bombshell interview that, like, blew the lid off. And now this is just more of the same. Yeah, Yeah. Agreed. But I'm interested to see how, like, how the rest of it is. Agreed. Um, another show and thing that I've been obsessed with is um, Sex Life of College Girls. I love that show. Love. I
1: love the writing. I love the girls. It is the cutest.
0: I'm obsessed. It's just so, it's like... Progressive in the not like try too hard way. Agreed, like, agreed. You know the new Sex in the City was I, like you took the words out of my mouth. Yes, where, okay,
1: where that was like they sat down and they were like, we better make the show woke. You yes. guys, <laughs> every sentence have to has to have a woke element. Whereas Sex Lives of College Girls just feels like actually representative of. Gen Z and young people today and like the positive direction that we're moving towards without like hitting us over the head with it. It's just natural. It's just so natural. It's
0: so good. I think it's because they actually casted like younger people. Like I think watching the Sex and the City reboot it's like you're watching these like grown women who we know aren't like that all of a sudden be different. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas this was like a fresh cast a new start like the writing is so incredible. It's incredible. No it's so cute. I I love it. I have no notes honestly. I really love it. obsessed also um timothy chalamet's sister like i just can't get over the fact that i know there's so much talent in one i'm like i'm
1: like your parents must be so proud of both of you like what the heck like insane
0: it's like the best ever um last thing on my pop culture notes is that i have not watched white lotus and i we're not gonna talk about the finale because i have no clue yes my question to you is Do I need to watch season one in order to watch season two? No, you don't. You honestly don't. Because I posted on my stories this morning being like, I know, guys, I'll watch season two. And then people were DMing me, like, angry, being like, what about season one? And I'm like, but I heard I don't need to. you don't need
1: to watch the first one. But should I? I
0: liked season two better.
1: Okay. I think, like... For me, I go into hibernation mode in December and I just watch TV for like three weeks mm-hmm. straight. So if I were you, I would start from the beginning just because you can. Like yeah. hopefully you'll have some time to relax in in the couple of weeks coming. Yeah. But you don't need to. So if you want to feel included with our current conversation about season two, start there. And then if you like it, you can go back. But season two is slightly better. You absolutely don't need to watch the first season though.
0: I just need to. Yeah. Okay. I think maybe that's a good idea. Like maybe start with season two and I could always go back. Yeah. Yeah um my one recommendation that i've been like spitting out on the podcast every single week is you're a love island uk fan right yes have you watched australia this season okay people say it's amazing no, it's the best. Okay, okay. I, I need so to
1: watch. I love Love Island. I'm obsessed. I I'm like love it. I love it. Beyond,
0: I think it's the best reality TV ever,
1: show ever. Period.
0: And I still have my VPN from watching. Oh, the UK, okay. So, so there I'm we literally go. in Australia every day. I love <laughs> that. <laughs> Mentally here, physically in Australia. I love that. And it's the best show. I like really can't recommend it enough. Oh, it's well, really good. This going to watch. It. Have you watched other Australian seasons? Mm-mm, no, because they take some people from previous seasons oh. and put them on. Okay, I love that. So I love us. You don't have people. to again kinda like a white yeah. situation. Yeah, you don't have to watch a <laughs> previous to. season. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. But it's really good. Um tanks, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's it so great to finally meet you. What's like new in your world? Anything anyone could like stay tuned for or follow? Or... Radio
1: show every Wednesday, eight AM on Radio Andy on Sirius and my podcast comes out. Three times a week, everywhere you get your podcast. Do you do this
0: every day? The radio
1: three stuff? three no, I do oh. I do radio once a week and then podcasts <sighs> three times
0: a week. It's a lot. It's a lot. Well everyone tune in. Busy. If you, want, if you want more tanks, here she is. <laughs> Thanks All for All right, thank me. you. <laughs>